Okay, so today we're going to talk about some of the guiding principles of healing lifestyle design. And just to uh, remind you, if you don't already know, what healing lifestyle design is and why, how it came to life. So I didn't set out to have a healing platform. I didn't set out to dive deep into my own inner work, spirituality. All of this came through my own healing journey. So it's that hero's journey, the heroine's journey. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. And not that I wish a healing journey on anyone. However, it was seriously my greatest gift. And I'm so thankful that something woke me up. Because prior to my healing journey, I was so in my mind. I could set an intention or goal. And let's call them goals back then. Because I see goals as that masculine, do it with your mind, get it done type of energy. Whereas an intention is more feminine, more from the heart and soul, more soft. So healing lifestyle design is just the name I give the philosophy, the way of being, the pathway to healing at the root cause level. There's nothing trendy about it. It is just who we need to be to heal ourselves at that root cause level. We need to become our true self who's already within us. And if you think about sense, how ancient cultures, whether it's in Greece and holistic healing, Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, all sacred wisdom knows, all sacred cultures know that if there is a dis-ease sensed or felt in the physical body, that we need to tune into our soul first to uncover where the disharmony is and then address the mind, where are the disharmonies in the mind, and then emotions, I say emotions, and you dive into the deeper inner stuff before you say, okay, what do we need to tend to in the physical body? And in the modern world and, and in what I've created as my healing lifestyle design immersion program, it all melds together. It all weaves together. It's not necessarily, okay, you tend to the spirit first, and then the mind, and then the emotions, and then the physical body. It's all weaving together. And of course, I had to put it into a pathway or a module system for us to learn in 12 weeks. And it's impossible to master these skills in 12 weeks. This is a relearning, a remembering that goes from now when you're remembering, relearning this information and integrating it into your being until the day we transition. So it's just a way of being that allows our innate well-being to shine. Again, nothing trendy. Nothing that's, I'm thinking to say nothing that's new, but a way that, so I like to say that, you know, it blends the sacred and the science, but science isn't everything because a lot of science, we end up 
finding is not true and there's new science. So we always got to take science and research and question it and sense and feel and see what works for us. But an area that I feel is super valuable, valuable on our healing journey is the new science, the new biology and what's known in regards to quantum physics, nervous system regulation and and how essential it is to regulate our nervous system, which is just weaved into everything that has to do with allowing our innate well-being to shine, healing the effects of our traumas. There's so much valuable knowledge. And remember, knowledge, the uh, valuing of knowledge from outside of ourselves, we part of healing lifestyle design and the immersion, not even part of it, all of it, the most important thing is releasing the need to look outside of you for knowledge and wisdom and instead remembering how to tune inward because you have a inner world a language, you have sensations, you can sense and feel even images into intuitive hits, instincts, impulses. These are sensations that when we reconnect to our inner world and get to know our inner language, we can decode our inner language to know our next best step. And this comes down to every moment-to-moment choice we make. So from what to eat, how to breathe, who to connect with, what to do in that moment, how to respond to your kids. And if you don't know much about me... I have two boys who are 13 and 15 and a huge core value, heart and soul value for me is conscious home co-creation, I call it. So that's conscious home co-creation. And that's cultivating a home where my intention is all of us living as our true self uncovering that true self, being that, cultivating safety, allowing all emotions to be felt and expressed, sourcing healing foods, and allowing each family member to uncover what their even food needs are. Uh, movement, um, everything in the home. So conscious home co-creation. So I am a, a mother. I am a woman. I am uncovering my unique gifts in the world, even in my voice, using my voice in, in, in sharing my healing journey in sharing what I've created in healing lifestyle design and the immersion. And again, that immersion is 12 weeks to begin to cultivate a new foundation, a new way of living that is not like the mainstream way of living that cultivates dis-ease illness in the physical body and is often and is I would say always focused on looking outside of you for everything you need. So that's the mainstream world whereas this new foundation you're cultivating is a 
healing lifestyle unique to you. Everybody does not come away from these 12 weeks and beyond with the same healing daily rituals that flow one into the next in your day. You learn the skills to connect with you to uncover what your true self healing daily rituals are and you continue to sense and feel in your moments of your life and tweak them. And my vision is after these 12 weeks in the immersion of learning these skills to reconnect with all parts of you and the way that I broke it down in the immersion program is we connect with our thoughts and mind. We connect with our physical body, our soma. We need to learn to release stuck emotion in our body. We connect with our emotions. We connect with the nature that's within us and re-sync with Mother Earth and nature. And so much more. So we move through these 12 weeks and then you move into the membership where each month we continue to build and rehearse these skills and practice and share. Each month having a different topic in the membership that we continue to play and be curious. Shedding the masks, the personas, the ways of being, the thoughts, stuck emotions, shedding everything that was causing our dis-ease, revealing our true self. We're shedding the masks, the personas, the shoulds to reveal our true self. She's already within us. So it's like a, uh, I always feel like just uh, every day I lay down for my meditation and meditation is just getting quiet with yourself. I lay down and I always let out a big sigh. And anytime I'm starting to feel heavy, flustered, mind racing, I just remember what do I need to shed? What do I need to declutter? What do I need to get rid of? Okay, so it's a decluttering to reveal our truths. And it must be done in a way that is playful and fun and curious. And you give yourself permission to feel it all and again to share. And this becomes your lifestyle, your way of being, your softening. And through the 12 weeks in the immersion and continuing into the membership month after month, you practice being your true self in the world. Because after you uncover your truths, you can't go back. You learn to speak your truth, which is that fifth chakra, that fifth chakra, your voice. And I continue to learn and practice this even in this podcast and YouTube and social media and connecting with colleagues and people. It's, it's practice sharing your truths. It's all it is. And this is like the game of life. We can't take it too seriously. And it's so easy to get pulled back into that mainstream world because it's all around us. Unless you choose for it not to be. Like right now, I'm sitting at my son's soccer practice in the car. And for some reason for me in the car the sun shining on me. It's a place that I can just soften and speak my truths into my microphone 
and share and it feels so good. It's a truth for me. This is coming from my heart and soul. So my vision is we're relearning these skills. And again, I'm, I'm still, you, you never become a master of being your true self. Maybe closer to the time we transition, but that's our intention. We're just always building these skills of releasing the masks, becoming, knowing our true self, knowing our true self, being our true self, practicing that, playing with it, gathering our community that shares that intention. So we do this relearning in these 12 weeks. We move into the membership and then we meet at healing retreats in sacred lands around the world with my first one that I'm going to be hosting most likely in the fall of 2023 in Mexico. That's my intention and what I'm working on. And hopefully I'll have more of the, not hopefully I will, I can just sense and feel my, my, I'm being called to Greece to Mexico, to Hawaii, Peru, some places that I've already been, but that I want to visit again as this different version of me, this truer self version of me with other women who have these same intentions. So that's healing lifestyle design. It is just a pathway to releasing your masks, getting to know thyself, and radically being your true self in the moments of your life. Softening into it, playing with it. Okay, so I also wanted to share the guiding principles, just a few of the guiding principles. And this is also on, on kellybradley.com, my website on the immersion page. Okay. So let's go over those guiding principles of healing lifestyle design. So you now know a little bit of the background and my story and where healing lifestyle design came from. It's literally just what I was forced to uncover so that I could remember the wisdom I had within myself, which then guided me in how to heal myself, what to do, who to be. Okay, so here are some of the guiding principles and when I made this list the first time when I was meditating on what are the guiding principles that I can share with women and remember all of you listening to this, all women and girls out there in the world, all humans in the world were everyone's at different levels of the dis-ease progression. And I have a great chart I put on my blog where I talk about where you're at in your dis-ease progression. And you can refer to that again on the blog, on my website, kellybradley.com. Just click on blog. And I talk about conditioned personality traits is in the first column. The second column are symptoms. And the third column are diagnoses. So our conditioned personality traits, whether it's perfectionism, people-pleasing, goodism, those ways of being that people often believe are just the way I am, just the way you are, are really just conditioned responses to how we believed subconsciously we had to be to survive 
our childhood and the modern world. So when we had to be a certain way as a child, especially zero to three, we developed these conditioned ways of being subconscious. And then zero to seven, and even beyond that, we continue. But that deep subconscious healing that we need to go in and reprogram subconsciously and I guide you in how to reprogram your subconscious which is essential to heal we can learn how to reprogram our subconscious okay hear that sense that and feel that there's stuff There's still stuff that I'm pulling out of my subconscious and being aware of. So again, this isn't something that you're like, oh, I did all the work. I'm done. I'm healed. (laughs) I'm I'm my most true self and I'm just going to stop doing all the work. This becomes a lifestyle where in your moments of life, you might be triggered. You might notice this crazy response. Maybe in your physical body where the body tightens up. You get this gut, deep, heavy feeling, sensation within you. And this is, these are the things that when we're so on autopilot and so focused on the outside world and the doing, doing, doing outside of ourselves, we don't even become aware of this guidance within us saying, hello, pay attention to this. But it's in the radical present moment in that present moment that we're gifted these triggers these opportunities to heal stuff and it's only if we're aware and have the skills to know what to do with that how to tend to it how to question it how to allow ourselves to go into the underworld into that area where we can question maybe be in the yucky allow emotions energy and motion to move through the body it may be grief and maybe sadness and you don't even need to always name the emotion it's more about the sensations in the body that are guiding you and that often you will get guidance about what you need to be or who you need to be, what you need to do in the world to tend and heal that deeper root stuff. So a trigger may come up and through moving through the immersion program, you know, hmm, I need to tend to that inner child. What is she feeling? What is she sensing? I need to love her up right now. She's safe. I'm safe. And then using visualization in a meditative state, you can reparent yourself, rework past stuff so it no longer affects your current being. And that is the juiciness. Literally, like... It's, it's sad that we don't all know how to tend to ourselves, to heal that stuff. But it's just where we're at in the modern world. And it's okay. And it's going to be slightly different for each person. So we have these opportunities in the moments of our lives to get curious, heal past stuff, subconscious reactions. These are like the effects of traumas, big traumas and little traumas that we experience. And traumas also include stress of modern living, that is traumatic in many ways and especially when we never learn to heal any stuff and everything builds 
Okay, so conditioning from childhood builds as you get older. And then you get the conditioning from the modern world, and that builds. And you keep looking outside yourself. And then your inner world, your soul is feeling neglected. More disharmonies happen and just builds, builds, builds. And what I believe, so my healing, my my debilitating pelvic pain, my dark night of the soul, my surrendering didn't happen until I was in my early 30s. Even though I had other diagnoses, diagnoses are just a bunch of symptoms bunched together by people in white coats sitting around a table deciding what a diagnosis should be called. It really doesn't have anything to do with us healing at that root cause level. So I had diagnoses in the past, but they didn't debilitate me. They didn't take away the core identity. They weren't so debilitating in my my physical body. And again, for me, it was made very aware in the pelvic area, which for women, it's not surprising Because think about even modern birthing of kids. That is a trauma. Okay, and I didn't recognize that or realize that or awaken to that until later in my healing journey. Okay, both of my kids were delivered in hospitals. So I had whispers of different pains and symptoms. I had diagnoses in the past. And all of those conditioned personality traits that were causing the symptoms, which led to the Western diagnosis, the Western medicine diagnosis, all that just continued because I never knew I had never been taught that these so-called personality traits that I thought were just me, this go, 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 got to get it all done, wake up early and thinking that this is awesome, that I got great willpower, I can do anything I set my mind to, um, that that was killing me. That was causing me dis-ease and disharmony, even though in the outside world, the mainstream world, it was all looked upon as good. Oh, great. She has a 4.0. Great. She studies all the time. Um, So look at that chart on my blog and just notice where you're at in your dis-ease progression. It can help you get curious and see like, oh, that's what I need to heal to get rid of or release my anxiety. Oh, this way of being that developed as a survival mechanism when I was two, four, whatever age, and you may not know what age, and that's fine, that is causing me to have this symptom. And this bunch of symptoms that I was feeling in my body caused by these ways of being led to this Western medicine diagnosis. And it's like this big wake up call that, oh, but I have the power to tend to all of this myself. This is an inner job. This is my responsibility to heal myself. That's the work that needs to be done And I'm not saying that I love the ideas and the modalities, so many awesome ones, such as acupuncture, EMDR, tapping, using food as medicine, so many things that we can do in addition to taking responsibility to do the inner work and witness how our ways of being, those conditioned personality traits that we just thought were us, are not at all our true self. 
that we need to change at that deepest root level. And that's by shifting our subconscious, using visualization in a meditative state to literally reprogram ourselves, mind and body. Okay, so let me just briefly go through some of the guiding principles that I came up with to highlight the power of healing lifestyle design and doing this deep inner work to finally help you heal at that root cause level, become your true self, naturally harmonizing all parts of yourself so that you can thrive in this life and really create the gifts that you're meant to give to the world because that's what the world needs right now. Okay, so first is that living our truth heals us. And stop. Like that's all you need to remember on a daily basis. Living your truth heals you. Living out of alignment with your truth causes disharmony. And I want you to remind yourself of this in all the little moments. Okay, such as the other day I was out paddle boarding late and I came home and, okay, so paddle boarding was a radical truth, a a radical hell yes truth, a deep soul truth. Like, oh my God, I love paddle boarding. It lights me up. Amazing. But then I got home and I was so hungry and I, I literally was thinking about this food I made. I made fresh guacamole and salsa and there's these local organic corn tortilla chips I get in Portland and literally it was on my mind driving home. It was literally on my mind when I was on the paddleboard um, and I ate them so fast and I, I was like in heaven and whenever I eat guacamole Mexican food, I am transported back to my medicine woman journey in Mexico. And I love doing some of these journeys on my own. I was by myself. It was after the retreat and I'm sitting at a restaurant looking out over uh, the ocean (laughs) chomping on my tortilla chips in Mexico. So anyway, I'm literally, my cells, my inner being, my biochemistry is transported to Mexico, which is super healing. However, I was eating this, these chips so fast. I know that wasn't my truth. And I was doing it literally consciously that I should so, slow down. <laughs> like my digestion can't, can't keep up. Um, so like that was out of my truth. I could have totally slowed down and sat down. Because how we eat is just as important as what we eat. Our thoughts, chewing our food, well, all that stuff. But oh my God. So for instance, like that was just, it was just out of my truth. It's simple things like that, that it comes down to. We have that deeper stuff of healing our inner child wounds or trauma And it's our moment-to-moment ways of doing things. So living our truth heals us. And that's even the little white flies. Um, Catch yourself in the moment. Little white lies you may want to say to your kids sometimes. But set that intention to be radically truthful. Your heart and soul truth. Tend to the heart and soul needs of you and your family always first. Okay? So that's the first guiding principle. Second, we must, it's all about resyncing with nature. We are nature. We have the elements of nature within us, and they're also outside of us. We must sync with our natural rhythms, our circadian rhythm our light exposure, eating real foods from the land, grown in soils that are actually healing. And this is where in the modern world we need to be cognizant that 
There are toxins in the rain, in water, in the dirt. There are pesticides, hormones, all this stuff in our air. So we need to be aware that, okay, toxin exposure is something we need to be aware of and limit, including releasing toxins that may have been stuck in the body. So we need to be aware of that. We need to be aware that our food is not as nutritiously dense as it used to be and make sure that we are getting our optimal nutrition in what we choose to eat and that we're assimilating it well with healthy gut microbiome. So it's returning to nature literally touching nature, connecting to nature. And that was a big thing I was called to, and know this too, that you don't have to, again, master all these skills before your pain and symptoms fall away. My pain and symptoms fell away a long time ago. And I continue on this journey, releasing masks, and becoming my true self because it feels so good. It is the point. So I was called to connect more with nature and that's what brought a medicine woman retreat into my world for me to then say, hell yes. I needed to get away and be in nature. I lived in the jungle for 10 days. (laughs) I almost said 10 years. I lived in the jungle for 10 days. Swam in the ocean, literally touching nature. Received body work by Omar. I'll never forget him. Outside, over the rocks, you could hear the ocean. And literally, he worked magic on my body. I danced in the jungle every day to sacred music, surrounded by 18 women, healing woman wounds that I had. So powerful. So we must connect to nature. Next guiding principle, healing is not linear. It is a dance. It's a spiraling, flowing dance. It's not just an upward journey that if you take this step and this step and this step, you will heal. That's why not everybody chooses to embark on the journey because it's scary. It's not linear. It's not all logic. It is about so much feminine awakening. You are forced, and that's one of the guiding principles too, is the harmonizing of our feminine, our divine feminine, and divine masculine. It's reawakening feminine within us, which is that, that our ability to feel and sense and trust the inner wisdom, and then that divine masculine is taking inspired action on it. So healing is a spiraling, flowing dance where you must release that um, desire for a specific outcome. Release the seriousness and soften into play, childlikeness, wholeheartedness, curiosity. You are that detective gathering clues on the missing true self, knowing thyself on a deeper level. Next guiding principle. It's all about regulating the nervous system. As we shed our masks and we know our true self and we be our true self in the moments of our life, we naturally harmonize. We naturally come into flow. And this regulates our nervous system. We come back into regulation as we learn to reprogram our subconscious. Our nervous system regulates. And a regulated nervous system is one where if there is something where our survival is in danger, 
the other day I got hit in the car. Somebody backed up in front of me and I felt my nervous system. I felt my fight or flight. It was like, bam. And I'm so aware of this now. It literally, I got a smile on my face because I sense that tightening up, that ready to fight, ready to flight um, energy. And then I know how to release it. I can say, I can sense, I can tell my inner being I'm safe. I am safe. Yep, I survived that little accident and I'm safe. And I can literally, I can shake it off. I was at my son's soccer game and it was in the beginning and, and I literally, my both boys were in the car and they see me, you know, I just had to shake it out and wiggle it out. You know, I can feel that amazingness. And remember that our body knows what it's doing, how to heal. We just need to get out of its own way. That regulated nervous system can go into fight or flight, help us survive, and then return to that healing mode where we are healing in the moments of our lives. We are digesting our food optimally. So it's all about regulation of the nervous system. Next guiding principle. There's a power greater than us helping us to heal. Okay, so in that moment of surrendering, when you decide, okay, I am ready for this. I am ready to step into the unknown. I am ready to open to new ways of doing things and being and letting go of my masked self and becoming my true self. Know that you have a power within you and outside of you always guiding you. The universe, the divine, call it what you want. You have your whole healing team, your spirit guides, your angels, your ancestors, all guiding you. I sense and feel them around me. Okay. And when I recently did my psilocybin journey, I sensed them on a deeper level. Ever since that journey, I just sense this power around me that is guiding me, saying, go this way, not this way. And I so much easier can choose that way. Yep, I know that. I know it's this way, not this way. I sense this team with me saying, go girl, go girl, go girl, or go woman. So there's a power greater than you within you and around you, always guiding you and helping you heal. Next guiding principle. It's not your fault that you are dis-ease or experiencing symptoms, but it is your responsibility to heal yourself. So it's not your fault. It's not our fault in that we don't know what we don't know until we know it. So it's not our fault that we had these conditioned ways of being that have led to our dis-ease. But when you become aware that you have the power to heal it, you must take responsibility to do the work to heal yourself. And within that uncovering and trusting of the inner wisdom, you'll be guided to what modalities to you to use, maybe what um, mentor or guide to work with, what friends to commune with, what retreats to do, what programs to do, and all of that stuff. Okay, so it's not your fault. Let go of any shame or blame. I know in the midst of my healing journey before I was aware, I had so much shame and blame that I did this to myself. We let go of that. We learn how to release it. We learn how to let it move through the body. We learn where those beliefs, what's in us subconsciously that's causing these ways of being, and we transform that. Hmm, so beautiful. Next guiding principle. That radical present moment is where the magic happens. When we know that 
the Darwinian theory. That's not the way the world works, that it's all about quantum physics. We know that time is an illusion. So in this moment, and I spoke about this briefly before, in the present moment, we have the power to be radically aware in the present moment, sense and feel what's going on within us, decode that wisdom and guidance, and tend to that inner child, the inner children, tend to what was programmed and decondition ourselves. We have the power to use visualization in a meditative state to reprogram our subconscious, to reparent ourselves, to integrate our shadows. In that radical present moment, we also have the power to tune into our future healed self, who is our true self, and tend to her, talk to her and say, how did you get there? Receive that guidance and wisdom and apply it in our present moment. That too, we use the power of visualization in a meditative state to create, to co-create our future healed self. So the radical present moment holds so much magic. And healing lifestyle design teaches you how to take advantage of those opportunities in the present moment to do the inner work, be radically present, sense and feel. Plus, in the radical present moment, we have the gift of being in this physical body so that we can feel all of our senses. We're in this physical body. Our soul is in this physical body so that we can see our sight. We can smell the nature of the foods. We can hear sound therapy, the smells of aromatherapies tastes of healing herbs, tactile sensations, feel the lusciousness of swimming in the salt water and the ocean, of jumping off a cliff, a little cliff for me. Um, we are meant to experience all of these sensations. Okay. Next guiding principle, and I already mentioned this one, but we are, we need to, and we do this throughout our work, harmonize our divine feminine with our divine masculine. We need both. It's not gender-based. We're in a time where everyone, females and males, people with wombs and not, are awakening to their feminine. That's softness, collaboration, sensing and feeling. Yet we need the divine masculine to get shit done. We need both. And the final one, and again, I had a list of like a gazillion at first, but I narrowed it down. I meditated on it. I'm like, this is it. Finally, just to always believe in miracles. Miracles via the Course in Miracle, Course in Miracles, um, and I love Marianne Williamson, and I learned about the Course in Miracles via her. Um, a miracle is a shift in perception. So to have a shift in perception, we need to open up to the unknown, get curious, a miracle also, you know, in the Western, in Western, in the Western medical system, they call miracles spontaneous remissions. Like how masculine does that sound? Spontaneous remissions. Um, it's a miracle, but they can't write that in the notes. Okay. So believe in miracles. We don't know everything. We don't have to put logic behind everything. Logic is the ego. We don't have to make sense of it all. And this is where science goes wrong. We don't have to know it all. 
We don't have to put a story behind our whole past. We don't have to know every single trauma. Okay, we don't have to know it all, but we need to feel it all. We need to feel it and move it through our body and transform it. Okay, believe in miracles, see the beauty. Remember the big picture of why you're here. Okay, and that's what we're really uncovering. Why you, your soul, what's your soul contract? Who are you? The more you know thyself, the more you can co-create your unique gifts in this world. Collaborate with others and help others heal. It starts with ourselves. We do the work. People around us see that and sense it and feel it. We guide them. And then our communities and the whole world needs help right now. <laughs> but again, we're not trying to change the world. We're creating a new way of being. Okay, women. So if you're curious about this and you want to join me, head over to the website, kellybradley.com. And you'll see, I think it says, um, join healing lifestyle design, something like that. And click on that and, uh, scroll down menu pops up and it says HLD program. That's the healing lifestyle design immersion program. Join it. I did a bunch of new updates. So this is the beta program, the beta launch of it. And I'm going to take on only 30 women. And again, my vision is that we move through this and we play together. It's not, it's not expensive and there is a payment plan. Super affordable for anyone who desires to do it. 30 women and we're going to play together over these three months. You're going to cultivate a new foundation. And then my vision for us is to continue together through the membership that's already created, but it'll really start after this group has moved through the three months. And then we'll meet up and join together at some sacred healing retreat, most likely next year in 2023. Definitely in 2023. I just don't know exactly when. Most likely Mexico, but we'll see. Okay. So join me. I know everyone who's called to will. So I look forward to hearing your stories, seeing and hearing you, your truths, and helping you unleash those, unshackle yourself, free yourself. Okay. Sending you love, so much love, and a virtual hug. Enjoy your day. <laughs>